This is the Man Crush Mondays podcast. Caller number two, you are live. Thank you for calling the Man Crush Mondays podcast. This is Joe Chia. Kelly Augustine. Hey, regular Pete. And we have a couple questions for you. Um, if you wouldn't mind filling our audience in, audience in with, one, how old you are. Two, what city you're in. Three, how long you've been single. Four, are men trash. And if they are or are not, why? Okay, well, first of all, I want to say that I'm sick. So if I sound raspy, I'm sorry. But I am 31 nope. years old. Don't get over it. I am currently in D.C., but I'm from New York. Um, I've been single for six years. and Six years? Yeah. Oh, and I, I never is it single-ish? Single-ish? No, I've been single. Okay, all right. He, he don't do that to me. I love you the same. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and no, men are not trash. Okay. Not all men are trash because I just think that's um. It's too blanket. A little harsh. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a little harsh to say. So why not? Well, I, there's plenty of good guys out there. My mom raised two great sons, and they are great men to their women. So I can't sit here and say that when I have two older brothers that are awesome. Um. Do you think know. maybe <coughs> I noticed that you 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 went and and you've been single for six years, right? Yes. Which either may or may not be a choice. Do you think you could potentially still be carrying things from your past that maybe has made it that way, or you really have had a tough time finding suitors? I mean, no, I don't think, I mean, it's definitely by choice. I don't think anyone is ever in that place where they can't have nobody. It's just that I, the person I was six years ago, what I tolerated six years ago in my 20s, is not something that I would tolerate now in my 30s. You're completely different, by the way. I've seen you metamorphosize from the caterpillar, just so you know. Uh, thank you. But yeah, I just feel like. Now when I'm dating, I'm I'm dating to like I'm putting it out there like I'm dating for something serious as opposed to sixty years ago. I was like, oh yeah, let's have fun. So I was involving myself with people that really weren't on my level mentally, or something that I would even see myself growing with. It was just oh, just have fun, see where it goes. Instead of putting my intentions out there as of now, it's like after like four dates, I'm like, um, are you trying to be my boyfriend or no? Because I can't. Four dates is too soon to be asking somebody to be your boyfriend. I'm just saying, yeah, it is. I'm just saying no one. I'm gonna let Kelly chime in on that one. Yeah. Hold on, wait. I don't think we allowed her to finish. The, sorry, continue the, your the thought. We're sorry. Questions. No, she's. she, Did she I, say? She, she said you. Moment? You left and went to get a drink. By the way, just so you yes, know. I so did. don't 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 interject. We we are a moving train right now. My bad. I'm gonna let Kelly have the floor because four days and you guys could talk it out because she's a lady. Four 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 dates. dates. You could kind of figure out where you want to go with this person. Yeah, I think there's a difference, though, between figuring out, like, what direction you're moving in and, like, trying to exclusively lock someone down after four dates. Four dates is aggressive, I think. But maybe that's why I'm by myself. I don't know. I don't know. I think after, like, three dates, I'm like, all right, like, what's happening here? But I don't know if I'm really, like, asking you to be my man-man. How many dates should it be? I don't know if there is really, like a threshold i'm particular. i'm personally not like 
I'm not like a three dates and then we're having sex kind of person. I'm just kind of like going with the flow. So, so if you feel like you might want to bust it open on the third date, that's your choice though. Yeah, a thousand percent. So wait, I think that we're I've, getting away. I've Hold on, open I think I'm that sorry. we're getting away from <laughs> the focus, which <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard that Fedora, but um, <laughs> Kelly just openly admitted to busting it open on less than three dates. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with that. Why do um, we repeat it though? Because just no, I feel wrong. you. But here's what I'm saying, right? Oh, here's what I want to know: Is it a possibility that your six year single has something to do with your lack of? Or your your lack of tolerance for men dating outside of the purpose to lock it down. Well, yes, and I also well, part of it, I feel like people aren't honest enough up front. Like I feel like men honestly a lot of the times they feel like women can't handle the truth. Yes, I agree with that. Like, if you're just looking just to have fun, then say that. Like right. don't sell me a dream and be like, Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to see where it goes when, you know, deep down you already know you don't you don't see yourself being exclusive with me ever and and that's okay I because I, but because honestly you don't know maybe that's how i'm feeling too maybe i, I don't want to be locked right. down maybe but you're I'm not sure. a woman pete you can't no disagree. hold on let me tell you why i disagree okay we don't have to commit right off the rip because there's so many fish let me finish let that's me what finish. i said earlier mm-hmm. right of course if fedora says i'm trying to be serious you know what i'm gonna think i'm telling you what most men are gonna think She's being mad aggressive. When really... Who, me? Mad aggressive? I've seen the whole menu, right? I know a couple of joints that let me taste the plate. I need, Hold on. I'm just being honest. I'm being honest. Taste the plate as Kelly's about to I eat feel like I should be able to. I feel like we should go on fun dates. I should mm-hmm. be able to taste the plate and then make my decision. Am I okay with waking up next to this person and spending the rest of my life with him. And uh-huh. I think that works for everybody. Right. Because at the same time, if you end up falling for a guy and then he pulls out four inches on you, you're, you're tight. You're upset. So we all want to get to that point where we want to go as far as we want to go. Happens and taste lot. everything and try everything and say, you know what, I'm at peace with this. So to have a conversation with where you trying to take this on the fourth date, that's a little bit off-putting to me. Yeah, that would actually. Well, that's that's for you. I'm just at a place in my life that's now. That's all men, though, Fetty. I'm, I'm like, I'm being honest wait, with you. I'm not going to lie to you. You're talking, over, like you're talking over the caller, guys. Go ahead, go ahead, Let's let the caller and, speak. And that's fine. But who's trying to dress up for you? Do all these manicures. Use my good foundation for you to be playing around with. Yes, foundation. It's expensive. Exactly. I don't have time for that. I feel that. Okay, but... It, these lashes are expensive. Men can't wear cheap exactly. shoes. All right, we, I'm not even going. And I'm and I'm paying <laughs> and you paying for, for the date. And the second thing. But then and a lot of guys too are not are trying not to pay too. for the date. Exactly. But I just feel like we're always going into stuff with like this ideology. I, I feel like it's just so hard to date today because of social media and this, the access that we have to everyone so quickly. We're all saying the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, it's just the access to so many people around the world is just too easy. Fedora, it's actually something I said earlier. Um, you weren't able to hear this because you weren't on the call yet. But what I said is that millennials, we have a lack of attention, a lack of an ability to pay attention. And we have way too many options. Mm-hmm. So that 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 kind of muddies the water when it comes down to dating. But right, or just having your social media thrown in your face, right. you know, when Mm-hmm. That comes that comes to me a lot when I'm dating and like, yep. you right. know, they're worried about what type of DMs I'm getting instead of just worried about 
you being out on the date with me right now, right. you know? Right. And here's something I can say from, from, I guess, me viewing and knowing you or knowing of you for the amount of time that we've been in contact with one another. One thing, your, your claim to fame, your, 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 I guess you could say quote or phrase, catchphrase, is I'm looking for a bearded poppy. <laughs> hey, aren't we all? Is that something that we could agree to? That, that that's yes. your catchphrase? Yes. What I can say as a man is that commitment is scary, right? Here's what I'll say, even to be to peel back another layer of vulnerability, right? I've been with my girl now for just about three plus years, and I wasn't ready for a relationship until I was ready for a relationship. And I was dealing with women. So I broke up with my ex in 2013. And I wasn't ready for a relationship until like maybe four or five dates into the relationship with my girl. I knew that I was a little bit more interested in her than I was with the other women. About two dates in, three dates in, I knew that knowing that she was talking to other people, it kind of annoyed me. Four dates in, it was like, all right, look, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't trying to play with you. So why was it a problem when I said four dates? Why is it scary when a girl says it the, or when a guy says not, it? It's not scary. It's not scary that you say it, think, but I don't think it it's, it's the preface. It's the preface. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if somebody asks you, what are you looking for? And you go, I'm looking for somebody to settle down with. If my girl asked me when we first started dating, what am I looking for? Like, yo, I just want to see, like, I just want to get to know you. And as time progressed, my thing was more so like, look, I'm giving you my undivided attention and I would like if you would give me the same. Okay, AKA you want to be exclusive. Not necessarily, well, yeah, but listen, certain certain terms, certain terms are scary. You know that, right? Yes, but, but that's the thing. It's like you have to put it out there though. That's where there's no confusion later on. Right. But here's the thing, you know, dating becomes dating becomes a, a weapon and, and very scary for people when the pressure is on. Right. There's a way to walk into a bank and ask for one hundred thousand dollars and make it seem as if it was a request and not an ask versus walking in. And you're like, um, I was just wondering if you could loan me this hundred K. The way you approach it is going to tailor or going to like yield the response that you want yeah so if you go into it strategic like hey i think this pause in advance hey i think this guy is cute i really like did you him. really have to do that i did it the bronx you know <laughs> where you're from but um hey i think this guy is cute i want to get to know him let me chill let me not bring up these questions about future on the first two dates then after the first two dates, if you you see like I right, he carrying himself properly, he's treating me properly. Let's let's go in a little bit deeper. One thing that doesn't matter, and I said this earlier, is the past. And another thing that doesn't matter are things outside of the scope of your control. You have to control the controllables. What we all know about Fedora is that Fedora is a strong woman. She has a great job, and that she has her own social influence. Influence out. I have a question, and this might be maybe digging a little bit too My question is, I know it's been six years since you've been single, but I think you need to 
correct me if I'm wrong. Is it, has it been six years since anyone checked your temperature? You Check know my temperature. I, mean, I know it's kind of personal, but I'm just serious because if you what, what say. What do you mean by that? Fedora. Have you been celibate for six years as you well? You don't need to answer. No. Okay, well then I'm, that means that she's been trying. She's single-ish. That's why I said the single Fucking don't mean that you trying. No, no, but I it does fucking a lot when I wasn't no. trying. But also, her sex her sex life doesn't have any bearing on what we're talking about. It does, though, because How? you have to ar- you arrive at sex somehow. But you don't have to do very much to arrive sex at sex. Da- oh, hold on. Hold we, on. Have, we, have, we, we do have audience. Sex life and dating life is not the same they're thing. They're very different. Really? Those yes. things are not... They're not... Exactly. I feel like y'all are savages because... They don't have to be, yeah, but you can you can be having... I can have a full roster of guys I'm having sex with and not be going on Wait, any but dates. That doesn't make me single, I am single. No, no, it makes... it Okay, it makes you... It, you're single, but that means that you haven't... You're not in the house reading books in a full chastity belt in a nun outfit. Wow, okay, but, cut his mic, please. <laughs> cut, just cut the thing Something off. Something's wrong with Pete. Jesus. Fedora, you knew this, though. I'm sorry. But I'm not trying to paint any crazy picture. I'm just saying, like, she's she is outside taking numbers and looking for beards. That's what I'm saying. Right, but that has nothing to do with it. What I can tell you is, is that... She's not shutting herself at some point in my life, At some point in my life, I was the guy that went into dates and was like, look, nah. Nah, what? We going out. We having a good time. I'm not looking for a girl, so don't think of anything of it. If something comes from it, then cool. And what Fedora is saying that if she had met me at that point, she would she cancel it, it. She would cancel it because yeah. because I immediately shot down her her love balloon, her her, her possibility but I think balloon. Outside of you know, like what's going on and what she's been doing for six years, I think it's more important to understand what has been the bear, like why. Well, not so much why, but more like what what is keeping you from moving forward with someone? Because I think that um, there are for me, there are lots of barriers, but I'm really interested to know, like, why what kind of men are you being faced with that you don't want to move forward with any of them? Well, you know, during the six years, it was a lot of major changes for me. Mm -hmm. So like moving to a new state, new job. So you're working on yourself. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm saying, so you're working on yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. just a lot. Just like even, I know. She leveled up big time. Yeah, I like that. My hair, you know, and just starting fresh from that and getting used to that. So it was just a lot of trials and turbulations getting in tune with like my past and dealing with things I was dealing with. And even the people that I was meeting along the way, I don't feel like it was anyone I could bring along with me. Right. For example, I went on a date two months ago. I don't know if you guys saw my rant on Instagram, but he took me out to eat. And um, this was our first date. And mind you, he ordered a steak. I ordered shrimp. And he told me, he's like, oh, you're one of those girls that eat eats on the first date. And Ew. I took that so personal. So when I thought back on it, I was like, why did I take that so personal? Is it because I'm insecure about like my body and just being a thicker girl? And I and I took offense to 
him talking about the way I eat. So I had to really dig down deep to understand why I took such offense Mm -hmm. to him saying that. And he could have been joking, but I just didn't take that as that because I like to eat. I don't want to I don't want to allow someone to make me uncomfortable about eating in front of them. And that's but I also realized that it was a trigger within me from you know, dealing with my weight all these years, being having my weight up and down. So I'm like, oh my God, how dare you talk about my weight to me? But he doesn't know anything about that. So mm-hmm. I took him as like the attack instead of me, you know, just really understanding at that moment. I think it's really interesting that you're doing so much self-reflection, just even in that one moment. And I'm finding that just talking to my girlfriends, like we do a lot of self-reflecting and we're doing a lot of work and we're finding that men are not doing the same. And so we keep being faced with men who we think are like immature or men who are not ready for us. Right. But I dismissed him based off of the, just that one statement. Like the yeah. whole date was ruined for me. But you know what? As you a know, man, so- as a man, I can tell you that that was very immature. It was. Right. Because. He didn't just say that. Right. You said you're 31. I'm 32. Pete is 39. And. I'm the youngest person at the table. Anyway. I, I just turned 32. Dang. Boom. But, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but um, one of the most important things about being successful in a public space or when dealing with other people is the ability to, to read and know your audience. Right? Read and know the room. Um, it's, it's very simple to say that when me and my girl first dated, I could have easily fucked things up to be like, Damn, girl, all that ass on your back. What you doing with that? Oh, my. But why would I say that? <laughs> why? Right? Because the likelihood of saying something, like, as a, as a man in my 30s, but when I met her, I was in my 20s, the likely, me saying something that could be potentially taken as offensive was an automatic no for me. So if you're, if you're dating someone that, is going to openly just come out of nowhere with some real left field shit that's borderline like disrespectful. Then maybe you were right for canceling them. Yeah, right. That, that's I, I know. I know. Based right off what you're saying, it sounds like you are trying to figure out if you're being too harsh on on right. on the miniature dating. And there is such a thing as being too harsh, but there is also a lot of dumbass niggas out here. N words. A lot of dumbass dudes out here. Yes. So they checking me for saying the word "igga." Understandable. <laughs> but um, here's what I want to know from you, right? Before we let you go, one, what is something that is a no go? What is what's something that men can do that'll absolutely turn you off during a first date? Try to keep it as general as possible because you want her to give up her game on how to get it. No. <laughs> Pete is immature. What's going on? The the purpose of this podcast <laughs> is to provide men with advice on how to be better. So what's one thing that a man could do generally on a date that would make sure that you do not answer his calls after the first date or first five dates? Um, well, I think not looking at me when he's talking to me, being on his phone, um, always like checking the time. Um, I don't know. I'm just into body language. So like when a guy's talking to me, he's not looking at me in my face. That bothers me. Um, I don't but know if that's like a cop in me, but. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to avoid that. Do I have a question? Um, no, it's cool. 
I have a question. Um, does your Instagram? We were talking about this earlier with me and how Instagram kind of negatively negatively um, impacts my relationships. Does that become a barrier for you at all? Um, that it impacts mine. Yeah, like for me, like guys, it kind of scares people away. Yeah, I feel like if a guy meets me before seeing my social media, I feel like it's a little, I think once he does see my social media, he looks at me a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, but as opposed to someone already seeing my social media and then hitting me up, I think um, they have like this false idea about me. Because right. really, a lot of my DMs are like hair questions. But in their mind, if you have over 100 likes, it's like, oh, you have every dude hitting you up which is really not the case not true at all people think my dms are like your dms be bumping yeah. they're not though fuck out of here they're, they're not super kelly. lit super I, dry kelly I, I do think it plays a factor and I, but i think that comes down to insecurity yeah Amen. you know if a guy's like secure in himself then you know none of that is relevant but, yeah. okay but well, it does play a factor well first and foremost we'd like to say thank you for calling into man crush mondays um since this is a podcast for men by men with insight from women and we now have your insight you're now one of our insiders um would you do us a favor and give our listeners your social media handle okay well my social media is named after a hat literally my name's fedora so her social media is named after a hat is it named after a hat everywhere yes just named after a hat one line no no periods or underscores or anything. Awesome. But. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling for Man Crush Monday's mm-hmm. podcast. This is African Ass Joe. Kelly Augustine. And regular Pete with the thought perspective. One more time, Pete. <laughs> regular Pete with the thought perspective. Thank you very much for calling in, Kelly. We appreciate you. All right. Later, y'all. Sh- sorry for Thank Dora. you, Fedora. Actually, Kelly's been here. Kelly's See how he's sitting growing there. up? Don't let him I drink can't. brown liquor, guys. I can't. I cannot. All right, take it easy. Bye. Caller number three. Thank you. Call. Thank you for calling into the Man Crush Mondays podcast. I am Joe Chia, and I'm Kelly Augustine. Go ahead and give us your name, age, location. Hey. Okay. Gia Peppers. Age twenty eight. Location: Brooklyn, New York by way of washington dc brooklyn by way of washington dc so that means that you are a fan of mumbo sauce correct always mumbo, never a question mumbo sauce Go-go, fire the chocolate city all the things that dc uh, was when i was growing up presentation yeah, sad, sadly yep <laughs> so now what we need to know is Do you think all men are trash? Hold on. Before we go into whether or not you think all men are trash, I need to know, if you're single, how long have you been single? Are you dating? And do you think that men are trash? Um, I've been single, um, like, officially. Like, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, I've been single um, officially, I guess, for, like, two years. But, like, I was dating seriously, but they weren't, like, like it never got to the point where it was, like, oh, we're in a long-term relationship type of thing. Um, so, but I would say, like, two, three years um, without dating someone seriously. Um, I do date. I'm bad at dating. You're bad um, at dating? Yes. 
What does that look Why? like? Because I don't um, invest much time in going after men. I just, it's not a thing that I'm, I do. And men don't really approach me. So it's kind of like a, oh, hey, I don't know where this is going to fall from the sky. I mean, me and Jesus have been talking about it, but he ain't sent me my man yet. So I just have been working and, you know, doing what I got to do to like create, you know, the life that I want to live. Um, but I'm very much open to dating. It's just, I don't really, yeah, I don't really believe that men and women, uh, that women should have to approach men. That's not really my line of thought. I'll give you, I'll start a nice conversation, but like, if you can't land the deal, then you're probably not the guy for me. And that's just me. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's why I just really don't even like date like that because it's like a lot of people, a lot of men assume I already have a man, which is really annoying. So there do, goes that. Do you think part of it is just being busy with work? Sorry, it's hard to hear you. Do you think part of it is just you being busy with work that you're not really meeting anyone? See, I mean, it's like, I think it's because of what I do. Um, before I even started being like an on-air talent, uh, I was getting the intimidating thing because I was a person of how I carry myself, according to some of my male friends. Um, so I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I'm not intimidating at all. I think that's that's a cop-out. But I do understand that, like, you know, all girls are different. And, you know, some people give off certain vibes and some people don't. And I'm just not the one that gives off, like, the come-hither vibe unless I know you well, and then you would be able to tell that. But, you know, I think, um, I think me working, I, I like know how to balance my schedule. And I know how to make time for things. Um, so I think it's more like I have to, in the same way I go get into my career, if that is how I will find a, a dude, like if that's like a proven method, then i might don't get it but it's really hard for me to like i just didn't grow up in a space where men weren't approaching women so i just don't get it like in new york i i don't do i like the staring on the train is like a long-term relationship and that's just weird to me very I, weird you know what i agree with you gia um you are uh, an amazing friend an amazing person to know and um it's very disheartening to hear that you have these experiences but you and Kelly both have echoed the same sentiment around men that you meet that openly admit that they are intimidated. I think. Say, sorry, say that last part again. Men that, that, men that we meet. Men that you meet openly admit that they are intimidated by you, ladies. Oh, Bo yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Both you ladies are superstars in your own right. You both have yeah. created platforms for yourselves to thrive and make a living off of doing what you love and being who you are. And the fact that that would be intimidating to a man is outright disgusting to me because it's like, where's your backbone? Where's your backbone, bro? You know what? Maybe you are right. not an influencer. Maybe you're not a ball player. Maybe you're not a singer R&B um, guy. Maybe you're not a photographer. Maybe you're not a podcaster. Maybe you are just an investment breaker for JP Morgan. Right. But at what point, do you stand tall in your specific role and own the fact that that is what you are in the moment? If you have 
goals or aspirations for anything else that will come in due time. But like intimidation, when, when people say that they're intimidated by me, that gives me the impression that you are afraid to be who you are because I am who I am. Yeah. Intimidation. Intimidation isn't a reflection of you. It's a reflection of how that person is feeling about themselves. Exactly. Exactly. So I never to do with you. Yeah, so I never, honestly, I those people weed themselves out. I'm like, right. I shouldn't be dating I'm you glad. anyway if you're intimidated by that. Right, I'm glad. If you're intimidated by this and I'm not even, like, 20% near right. where I want to be in I'm life. I'm not even giving you the then, pressure. Right, I'm not, don't even worry about it, boo. I'm <laughs> going ahead and be intimidated where you at. Right. I'm going to be doing my thing over here. Um, But I, 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 don't, I mean, I, so I did, like, a Google search on myself recently Ooh, and there is a, a site idea. that says yeah you should do it just to see what's out there there's a site that says that i'm married and i tried to get that down what there's this one of those like it's one of those trash fake like background information sites and they have like several things that are completely incorrect information um i hope that the people who look at this site are smart enough to tell like it's really like you know not a site that's you know whatever not a site that's super credible like it's not like something that like but it is like in the one of the top like if you like maybe page two of my google search and so i'm like oh my god <laughs> what people are reading this and think i'm married like that that is the crazy part because i'm not even seriously in a relationship so i'm like that might be hindering me too i get people are googling that so i don't know but like i don't i do not believe that men are trash i do not believe that men are trash at all so what do you I, think the hang-up is um i'm big in on timing i'm big on um you know, also, am I attracting the type of man that I want? Maybe I'm not fully ready for the type of man that I want. Um, so doing the work there and taking accountability of like my own my own vibes and things like that. Um, no, no, not just for you, but for all women in the millennial day okay, plan. It's big for all women now. That's, no, but, that's, you, but you know what? You are part of an amazing conglomerate an amazing force of women known as black girl podcast and well, gang 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 <laughs> hold on wait actually for black girl podcast we'll give y'all one of these um <laughs> you have a hive of women to spill your emotions over into and they can give you feedback on what they think is happening or what they're experiencing. And based off yeah. of the experiences, and I'm not asking you to go into detail, that you that you hear or share with Safira, Bex, Alicia, Scotty, what do you think the hang-up is with dating? We're in a different time, and, and love, love isn't as important as it used to be. Um, wow. in, in, in our community, it just isn't, and, and don't even get me started on the love of black women. We're, we're real black girls. So like, you ain't got nobody on our, on our, on our podcast that's like, 
you know, a black girl that, that when she walks down the street, you can't tell she's black. Like, we, we're black, we're dark skin, we're chocolate, we're light skin. We're, we're all types of black in the podcast, but we are black women. Um, but that doesn't, but I really, so I had to change my mind and the things that I was saying about men because I do not believe that all men are trash. My dad and my brother are two of the greatest men I've ever met in my life. Amen, and hallelujah. I do not, I will not speak that over them. I will not speak that over a group that they belong to. I love black men. I think black men are incredible. I hope that black men understand how incredible it is to love a woman who is of them. Um, I, I, I hope that black men see and really start valuing the, the presence of black women as more than just sisters, as more than just homies, as more than just the people you call when you need help and, and dating advice. No, we are fine. We're beautiful. We're sexy. We are intelligent. We are spiritual. We will build you up. We can break you down, but, but like we can do a lot. Like we're, we, we don't deserve the black women are bitter and angry because not all of us are bitter and angry. And we, and if we are in a way that feels bitter and angry, it's probably because of the things that are happening to us when we feel unprotected. And so it's like, if you understand us, if you just kind of understand us or stereotype for that, or take away the one or two experiences that happened to you in middle school and high school where the girls made fun of you and didn't think you were cute, then you can get to know a person for who they are and not just who you think, uh, what type of group or stereotype they belong to. So um, I think that a lot of the times black men get caught up in, like, the societies, like, and again, I'm not speaking about all black men, but maybe, you know, fans of even, like, let's say a future who might think that like even even if you're if you don't think the music you digest um you know you can brush it off sometimes if you're listening to too much you know trap or whatever you're you will subconsciously start to be like oh that girl is finer because she's exotic because Lil Wayne in her future says she was better read and as long as you like sure if you know that if you know that you know that you know that you know that black women are fine and whatever without that that's fine but like a lot of these songs came out when we were in our formative years so it's a different type of psychological thing that like black men either have to really have been raised in a household where they saw you know how to love black women with from a, a grown man in their household or it had to be like, you know, somebody who made sure that you understood what loving a black woman was like without it just being you you seeing your mom, like, you know, kind of figuring it out um, on her own. So I think there is layers, and I don't, which is why I don't believe black men are trash. I think black men are misunderstood. I think black men have to figure out what it is about black women that, like, what, like black men and black women have to come together and, like, actively, I think, have conversations um, about the things that are like breaking down the the communication in our community, where black men think all this about all black women and black women think this about all black men. Because I don't think any of that's true. I think it's just kind of another dagger to keep our community um, from growing. Uh, you know, and that's that's a whole other thing about you know, love is actually to me a form of resistance and a form of activism. Um, and so. I absolutely believe in black love. And I think it's the most powerful transformative, you know, experience you can have as a black person to choose to love in the face of all the, the hate that we get just because of our skin. I think that's incredible. Wow. Um, but bringing it all back to, I do not believe that men are trash. I just can't, I just can't, I don't believe that. It's just not a thing. I refuse to believe that. I believe that dating is trash right now. And it's, 
tougher, but I don't think that men are trash. Before we before we get you to dive into why you think dating is trash, I would just mm-hmm. like to say that we've spoken to two other women from two different parts of the United States. One currently residing in D.C., your hometown. Um, another young lady. And, and where? In D.C. In D.C.? Yeah. Okay. Um, another lady currently residing in Chicago. Okay. And by far... Actually, you are the youngest of the three that we've spoken to, but by far the most enlightened. And that's not to take anything from the other women, but it Mm -hmm. seems that your experiences have actually broadened your perception, if that makes any sense. Um, Yeah, I I think it's I I think it's amazing. Yeah. I have too many incredible black male friends to think that black men are trash. Some some have some have including you, Joe. Some have absolutely been guided wrong. Some have absolutely made mistakes. But you know, I don't think that you know. I know their hearts. I know that like it's going to take a lot. It's going to take several times of us getting in these real conversations about like, well, what is that? What do you really think that's saying? If you look at a black woman and can't love her romantically just because you think that's this. Like, that's kind of crazy. That is crazy. we are you. We are you. Hello. You are me. Hello. I understand. I got you. We came into this world. We came onto this. We came on the same boat. Like, you can't tell me you don't love me. We literally. And a black, black woman, woman raised you. you. Exactly. Literally. Right. Exactly. Yep. And so I'm like, I understand that you might need a break from your mom every now and then. And you probably, maybe you don't want to marry somebody who's just like your mom. But if you think that all black but women, that was just, I was maybe say. you do. Yeah, I mean, or maybe you do. But all black women don't act like your mom. We're not the mama. same, exactly. We're not all the same. I want to give a shout out to millennial married, somebody's son and somebody's daughter, because I feel mm-hmm. like they really changed the the perspective of black love, and they really put so many really wonderful examples of black love on a pedestal. And I really love them. Do you follow them, Joe? Yeah. Millennial marry somebody son, somebody daughter. I love those. I follow them. I don't follow them, but I watch it. But I know that I am currently living with someone's daughter. I'm not sure. I was about to say, you good. We right. need, I need those images. In the words of my, yeah. in the words of my bro, Miles Jones, she is my Nubian nugget. No one okay. will disrespect her, and she has not a worry in the world because she yeah. is my queen. But Talk um, about it. say that. Let me ask you, uh-huh. if you could explain in one and like two or three sentences, why dating is trash in the moment, what would you uh-huh. say? Um, I hate to be so cliche, but social media messed up a lot of things in these streets. We've and been saying that say all that, day. And I only say that to say. I literally said that. Back in the day, people used to date based on proximity. And, like, there wasn't much traveling. It just wasn't, it wasn't, like, you would go down south maybe to see your family and every now and then you might get a trip to an island or something. Mm -hmm. But you would marry, you know, the girl from your high school or the girl you met in college. Like, people, part of the journey of going to high school and college and maturing was to meet somebody you could marry and settle down with. Now, mind you, of course, you know, economic, you know, environments have changed. 
things have grown. Women are the brand makers now, uh, uh, the breadwinners now in a lot of places. Women are earning, you know, a lot more. So women don't necessarily feel the need to get like connected to a man because, you know, she can make it on her own, blah, blah, and all of that. And men don't necessarily think that, you know, they need to get married because they're good. Why do why, why they need to get married? Because, you know, it's differences in, in, in how everybody acts these days. And so I understand that. But, um, you know, back in the day, it was it was just a part of the plan. Um, and I think as time started to grow and change, you know, people realize you don't have to be married. You don't have to settle down to live life. It's, it's, it's a choice to love somebody. Love is hard work. Love is not something that comes easy. Love is not something that we live in a microwave, a microwavable society. We live right. in a 60 second attention span society. Um, like YouTube videos, they tell you not to put them over 20 minutes, so people won't watch it after the first five if you're not, if you're not like enticing and engaging. Um, so I'm like, but I also at the end of the day, really give up really quickly too. Like if one thing goes they wrong, what? Like, I said I feel like people also give up. Like if one thing goes wrong, they throw the whole relationship away. Exactly. I mean, people. I don't. I think people don't understand the hard like work working of love. through it, right? Yeah, and how like it's literally a choice through this person who might hurt you. Right. Like they might hurt you, and that's mm-hmm. they are human. Yeah. So you're are you gonna love them through that, or you know, and and if, you know now here now there's a thin line between being taken advantage of, advantage of and being human. But I think that what people um, misconstrued about relationships is that it's going to, like, you're going to meet the person and some people really do meet and they're sparks and, and, and you guys are in love and it's head over heels. But then as soon as you get through the first, to the first fight, some people just back away because right. they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to speak through things. Um, and so I think it's like social media opened up the door to so many options where literally people can send you photos of their, you know, genitalia through uh, <laughs> to be politically correct in and in, to your phone in seconds. And there was literally back, you couldn't even, didn't even, our parents' generation didn't even have cell phones that had photo accessibility wow. or, or features to it. So I think we are dealing with a whole new um, ball game, which is why I do believe love is so revolutionary in this, in this um, generation. Because it's like, all right, I have all these things, but I still choose you. Like I can still focus enough. I can still be disciplined enough to come home to you every night. And, and if you don't live together, to to call you every day. To, you're you're my person. And I think that's where people um, misconstrue like what love and what relationships and what things are. It's like the choice to stay in that person's life every day. Like through all the madness, through anything that happens, through a job that might have fired them, through walking down, you know, the street and, and, and you see somebody that you saw 20 years ago, you, you were in love with 10 years ago and you say hi to them and, and, you know, like there's like, and something happens, but do you feel like, all right, I understand that I have feelings for this person, but I'm going to choose my person because I know that, you know, what we have is real. Like it's, it's an every day, every situation, I still choose you. Um, and so it's it's discipline, it's it's focus, it's it's commitment. Like it's it's totally different things than just the romantic parts. And we get we're good at like you know the flirting these days. Like we'll give you a funny joke through a meme and 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 slide slide in your DMs and shoot your shot. That's easy. But the hard parts are building and and trusting, communicating, being honest, transparency, partnership, and so. I think, um, you know, we just live in a, a time in, where it's just hard work 
no one associates that with love. It's Yo, just like, oh. I, you know what? You... You hold on, say it again, Kelly. Said Gia needs a whole episode. <laughs> like you, you speaking, you speaking fucking facts, man. And is this a different time? Yeah, and funny enough, we when you said um that someone Googled you, Kelly Kelly sat here and Googled herself, and one of the top three responses were about her was a was a search of her husband. Yeah, but Kelly has been divorced for the last year and a half. Wow. Right. So that just goes to show how what I said earlier in the episode is that social media and the instant access of the Internet, it, it makes things a lot more difficult because one it shortens people's attention span. But two, it also um, just like gives people too much access. And you right. you literally just said, like, look, <laughs> people can find out whatever they want to know about you. And the fact that they is no longer a hyper local situation where you date someone you went to high school with or you date or marry someone that lives in a town one or two towns over changed the game for people. Mm-hmm. Um so mm-hmm. I would like to thank you for your input and we just have mm-hmm. one we have one more question for you. Yeah. Seeing that this is a podcast geared towards men with the with the point of helping men become better. We would like to know what is one do not do within the first five dates? What is something that a man could do within the first five dates that will absolutely turn you the fuck off and you would be like, boy, bye, Beyonce voice? Do, um, do not try to get me to send your music to anyone or give you a consultancy or a consultant session on your brand. Because if this is a work meeting, then you need to say that. Because that makes me so upset. I am not here for here for work. Wait, wait, wait. Right. So, so dudes have asked you out to lunch or dinner, and have turned it into a consulting is- meeting. So it's not necessarily consulting, but what they'll say yeah, is crazy. like I have had one dude, um, and he was so nice and sweet, and I might have written him off too early, but. I just didn't love, like, he bought me, like, uh, oh, um, like one of the pieces from his clothing line and was like, yeah, if you could look it up on Instagram and support. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. All that is right. insane. What is happening? Like, it's that a difference between, it's a difference between, like, hey, like, this is actually one of my hats and, like, I really wanted you to have it. Like, no pressure. Just enjoy it. It's a gift. Um, you know, I just wanted a token of something, you know, I wanted to bring you something. I didn't want to come to a date empty handed. And then saying, yo, check out my brand. Like, I really think like, you know, you would feel it and da, 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 da. That's cool. Like I get it, but that's like, if you understand what I do, that automatically turns me off and it makes me think we're in a business meeting and I'm at a networking happy hour or an event where somebody is, you know, where I know people are going to probably try and talk to me about, you know, their brand building and things like that, which is fine. But if I'm on a date, I am a woman. If I'm on a date, I want you to ask questions about me. Ask, ask like me about romantic. Right. Ask me about what's my perfect date. Right. Kelly. And if we get into what you do. Right. <laughs> I think, and, and that's the danger with the dating and social media is that people have access to, who you are and what you do before you even get to the table to start to ask questions. So I think I 
I think what I'm going to do moving forward is really start to set that boundary, like, up front. Like, this is not, we're not talking about anything but me and you right now. Gia, moving forward, we can't give nobody else your social media information. They ask you, what's your name, Gia? What's your last name? Nunya. Okay, my name is Gia X. You there? Miss Peppers? Oh, man, it seems as if we lost Miss Peppers. But this has been probably the longest episode <laughs> of yeah. in man crush monday's history um, um yeah it's 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 been a good convo it's been a great convo and i think it's extremely eye-opening because we have three different women extremely successful in their own right giving three different three totally different opinions but one thing that definitely reigned um relevant in all three points of conversation was so the role that social media plays when they're dating. Kelly, what do you take from that? I don't even know what to do with it, to be honest. I don't know. I find, especially what Gia was saying about how it's really hard to meet people. And I think Blake actually mentioned it too. Like working from home and the work that we do, it's really hard to meet people. Otherwise, like how do I, how do we get, like what do we do? I don't know what to do. So if a nigga slide in your DM the night and says, look, City Island on me. Not City Island. Not Sammy's. City Island. You All too right. good for City Island? I like City Island. Oh, fellas. Sammy's, <laughs> Sammy's Sammy, is the pop-off, Sammy's though. is big expensive, though. Yeah, Sammy's is the pop-off. You could get, you could get shrimp linguine and that shit have hit you for 50 bash. Oh, God. You're right. You're right. But she don't want Sammy's. I just feel like there's other places. All right. I, I'm going to just be quiet. Fellas, that means if you're shooting your shot. You calling me big bougie. You, mind you, that was in our group chat. That was in our chat on um, Instagram. I said, girl, you big bougie. I'm not, though. I Listen, City Island's cool. So she don't want City Island. No, so, I didn't say that. All right, so let's say someone hit your line and says, hey, let's go to Brooklyn Chop House. Go ahead, say what's on your mind. <laughs> say what's on your mind, no, bougie. like, okay. I mean, I guess it's like new. It's the new pop-off. What's a good spot for a first date? Somebody uh, so you I don't actually, know. So I went somewhere really nice last night for dinner. You it was about called, to say some bullshit. No, it was, it's called Aunt Jake's. It was like in Chinatown. It's like a little hole in the wall. But it was like, it was really what intimate. What was the bill? I spent like $90. On What? So we got some salad, we got some burrata, I got a pasta plate, there was calamari, we had some drinks. It was a whole thing. How many drinks did you have? I had two drinks. Did you leave busted open drunk? I'm a very cheap date in that sense. That's not what I'm asking you. (laughs) No, I was not. I wasn't drunk at all, actually. I was pretty sober. So you spent $90 and you left not drunk. But I was very full and I had leftovers for today. But it was a hole in the wall. No, but it wasn't like a a dingy hole in the wall. It was just like a little tiny restaurant. Come on. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of what you're saying. I'm, I liked it. You, I, I like okay. chill places. I like Row House in Harlem, even though that's kind of basic. But they have booths. <laughs> 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 Wait, so let me ask. Have you ever been to High Life? No. Oh, wow. I know. 
So a cheap nigga could wind and dine you in high life. I mean, sure. I don't even know if I need to be wind and dined. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to add I that just, to the sideboard. I just like, you know, we could go ahead and. I'm cool with just like getting a couple of drinks and like sitting somewhere or we can like walk around and whatever. Are you interested in getting to know these niggas these days? Yeah. Pete. All right. So just to give you guys a heads up. Pete had to walk out. We've gone well over our time limit for the evening. Yes, we have. But Pete has left his sign out. So we will sign out with Pete. Yeah, Pete's left it. That's why we're just talking. But now I'm just trying to dive deep with our last guest. Last guest on the podcast. Do you do you want to get to know these dudes? Yeah, I really, I like getting to know people. So you're interested in getting to know them? Yeah, for sure. Are you interested in them getting to know you? Yes. How do you feel about- I'm very transparent. How do you feel about men WID in you? I hate it. So what do you prefer instead? What What are you doing? I like full sentences. I really, I hate abbreviations. So shorthand is-, is I hate a, shorthand. Come on. No, nah, I really don't like it. It sounds like you're being picky. I'm not being picky at all. I need to know that you have a firm grasp on the English language. And if you can't hit me with a full sentence, then we don't have anything to discuss. Well, we know from tonight, my English is choppy. I'm, I got a Bronx education. Uh, yeah, clearly. I, I can speak full sentences, <laughs> so that don't really mean much. You just don't need brown liquor is what it is. As I sip. Right. Yeah. I'm, I I want to get to know people. I think that's that's where I'm at right now. It's like I'm really open to getting to know All people. right. So let's put this out there into the universe, right? Because things don't happen unless you put them out in the universe. Right. Manifest. The dream man. The man that will slide into Kelly Augustine B <laughs> on Instagram. So what would the dream slide? What would the, what would the most likely to get a response, a viable response DM slide look like? Um, I actually, I had a really nice decent dm slide the other day and i don't get them very often um this guy just said you know you you just seem like someone i would really like to get to know it was like a very simple like you're beautiful and i like what you're about i love what you're doing for other women and this is what i'm about and i think that we would really do well and i was like okay i didn't respond to it i deleted it but you know what he was very not my type what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Number one, he didn't live in New York. Where does he live? It was in like North Carolina or something like that. So that's not a two-hour flight? I'm not catching a fl- get No, please. No. What? No. He also was like 5'3". What the fuck that mean? I So I tried to open myself up to dating someone who was shorter than me. I went on a couple hinge dates with guys who hold were shorter on, hold on, than wait. me. What is hinge? Hinge is a dating app. I need a little bit more than that. It's a dating app. That's all I can say. It's a dating app. Um, Wait, do them niggas got you on the D, uh, NDA? I should have some NDAs, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is where it gets good. Man Crush Mondays after hours. God I damn should, it. I should have some NDAs. Um, I went on a date with one guy. Um, we vibed really well. Like Everything was fine. But then when we actually went on a date, because I always ask, like, can we FaceTime before we go? I go anywhere with anyone? And so when we actually went on our date, he had like a serious Napoleon complex where like he, the waitress complimented me on my outfit. He was freaking out. He was just like, do you get attention like this all the time? And then like the waiter kept coming over and being like, do you have any questions or whatever? He was like, I think someone likes you. And like, it was just a lot going on. And I was like, I'm like, if you can't (laughs) stand somebody complimenting my earrings, you're not going to be able to make it very far with me. 
And then he dropped me off and peed in front of my building. So that was another. I'm sorry. Layer. You peed in he front peed of your building. He peed in front of my building. It was a lot going on that day. It sounds like you made a bad decision. I've made a number of bad decisions. We all have. Haven't we all? Hello. Yeah. Um. It wasn't good. <laughs> uh, but my my dream DM slide would probably be someone who um is a creative as well. I think I need that. Creative in what right? What if he's a creative stockbroker? I'm into that. I just mean wow. so. I just I'm looking for someone who wants to travel the world with me and cook food with me and travel the world with you, but it can't be spicy. The, no, not your level of <laughs> African spicy or whatever that was. <laughs> I don't need that jollof spicy. I'm, I'm straight on that. I don't know what that was. It was a mix of you're from Ghana. Yes. Yeah. It was a mix of like onion spice and. Rasta pasta, spice. That shit was good. It hit. It hit. Was it good? Yes or no? It was. It so was delicious. What, so what's your complaint? It was just very spicy. It hurt. It hurt. My chest is burning. It's burning in my chest right now. You know what else hurts? The Being truth. a black woman in America. Oh, wow. Tell them. This is day to day. Tell them. <laughs> Listen, it's just something you got to come to terms with. It's if levels. you could come to terms with this African heat, if you life is eat, a lot yeah. easier. If you can eat Rasta pasta, like. You can make it in this world. <laughs> you need to have a brunch and you need to cook. I'm not cooking for that many fucking people. People need to understand. It hurt. But it was good. It was delicious. Okay. It was. So, you know, if anyone wants to slide in my DMs, by any means. There it is, fellas. Go for it. Kelly, how tall are you? I'm 5'7". Five, 5'7". Seven. Five, seven. She is not Kendall Jellner. She's Kendall not, Jenner she's in not what Kendall sense? Kendall Jenner in terms of stick figure. My body type? She is a curvy woman. I'm thick, thick. Oh, I didn't say that. I'm fat. You're not fat. Don't do that. Fat is in the mind. Fat is real. I'm fat. I'm fat too. You see the way the stomach sit on my lap when I'm leaning back? Same though. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's the funny thing. That's when big I, facts. Because when I met my girl, oh, let's talk about her real quick. Yes, please. She's in the room with us. First and foremost. You're not fat. She thick thick. Like, she's for real thick thick. If you're on YouTube, you should head over to the comment section. That's the name of her YouTube platform. The the comment section with bougie bougie badass. No S's, all Z's. Bougie badass. Exactly. Um, What about my girl had a six pack? Or, or, Or something like it. I had a little six pack. Uh-huh. I got a keg now. I'm done. It's a keg. That's fine. She's gonna be mad when I get this shit together though. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, what'd you say? She likes beer, she she likes folks. Lager. When, when Stout. Gets, when this gets in and when this gets in in order. Right. You know. She either she way, that's love. Love is love. She wants you either way. So fellas, at the end of the day, this old boy is down to women needing love. The That's same all love, that it is. The same love that we love that we need, right? Look, life ain't easy. We fucked up. Everybody fucked up in some way, shape, or form. Literally everyone. Um, your mama not right, your daddy not right. They have like em- embodied or embedded some bullshit into you that does not make you work well with society. No one person is correct. What we in the black community have is a stigma of therapy. Going to therapy does not mean that you are crazy, 
But what it does mean is that you have accepted and acknowledge your deficiency and ability to operate functionally with the, the greater population. And those things that our parents instill in us, whether or not it's it's OK to disrespect women or it's OK to not be faithful or it's OK to not pay bills on time. Whatever it is, they I, have to be undone. I think for those of there are people who like can't afford therapy or whatever it is. I think ultimately, ultimately, it boils down to compassion and um, empathy, uh, and really being open to like hearing other people out and really thinking about how other people feel, um, and just being open to that. I think we're all at the. I won't say that I think we're all at the age now, but I think we might all be at the age now where, like, you just got to be open. So here we are, folks, 2019. In the dating situation, it's fucked up. Thank God I got a girl. Wow. (laughs) This is crazy. I'm never coming back. That was never, that wasn't a plight to you, but what I, if I I knew what the climate was, boy, what I could tell you is. I would be fucking a lot of people if I was single right now. Yikes. But I'm not. And I thank God that I'm not. Yeah, you should. Because those interactions would not have been genuine. Okay. What do I say about dating? My opinion on dating in the current moment is that people have picked up the idea that it's okay to not be genuine in their desires. There's nothing wrong with letting someone know that you are not interested in what the, what it is that they're interested in. The biggest disservice we do to one another, or the biggest disservice we offer one another is not giving the other person the opportunity to make the decision for themselves. If you want to fuck Jane, let Jane know. Tell Jane. Let Jane know you want to fuck Jane. <laughs> And don't, that's it. Don't Cause tell, maybe Jane want to fuck you too. Right. Maybe Jane just want to get them rocks off, bro. Maybe Jane just want to be. Maybe Jane ain't been touching a little bit, and she ready. She ready to give you waterworks, nigga. Just like, come on. Crying. Right. Um. Yeah. Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> Abe Lincoln. I think um, men are very concerned with um, not hurting women's feelings. When it's like, it actually does us a disservice when you do that. You know what? I don't think that men give a fuck about women's feelings. I think about, I think that men care about rejection. And this is something that Blake spoke to me about earlier this week. He didn't really have a time, the time to go into it in depth with her because we're well over our average like episode limit. We're, yeah, we're like three hours or something. Heavy. Yeah. But um, Blake said to me like, yo... 80% of heterosexual women have not experienced the orgasm. Whereas only 30% of homosexual women have not experienced an orgasm. And the difference is that women have attention to detail. Right. And I have an argument for that, but mm-hmm. this is not the time or the place. Oh, but it's more so I was ready for it. It's more so about the willingness of what? The willingness to see to it that your partner is satisfied. Okay. And that is multifold in itself. I won't go too heavy with it. 
That's but, another episode for sure. But your willingness to make sure that your your partner is satisfied, not just in the bedroom, but also in their relations with your person. Yeah. Like me and my girl go through it from time to time. But one thing I can say is while we live together, my girl has never been hungry. <laughs> the rent has never not been paid. Mm-hmm. The cable has never gone off. Mm-hmm. I have never come. I have never not come home. Mm-hmm. And the bathtub has never been so dirty. She ain't want to get into Crying. it. That's really important to a relationship and like living with someone. The, the, the condition of the bathroom will fuck up a relationship. These are a lot of things that a lot of people don't take into consideration. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and dishes so, and stuff like that. Let's, let's go into it real quick. I sent some posts Oh, my out. God. We're about to go into four hours. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just do this real quick. I had some posts up today um, specifically a, around men. Like, the ladies gave my they gave their perspectives. They uh, shared it. Yes. The, I shared it on Instagram. Guys, yeah. But I asked some questions to the men, and um, I wanted to get some men's perspectives so this is the questions that I asked are, are you a man? Are you dating or would like to be? And are you dating with the hope of settling down with a woman, with the right woman? The second question or the second round of questions was, if you answered that question and at least two out of the three was yes, was yes, well, like, would you be yes or no? 69% answered two out of the three of those questions. 31% said no. The next question followed. If you answered yes to at least two of those questions, we'd like to hear from you. Tell us your age, location, how long you'd been dating or single, and why is dating trash? Why haven't you found the one yet? Good guy of mine. Um, I won't give his name for... Is he single? He is. Okay. He's 26 years old. He lives in Brooklyn. He's been single for four years. Wow, what? Yes, and he says, I'm not sure if dating is trash. Some just never see past me as a friend. Oh, he's getting friend-zoned. Right. And I, I and here's the here's the fucked up part. I can see why he's being friend-zoned. It's because genuinely he's a good guy. Okay. And what I can tell you from my experiences as a... A good guy? A good guy sometimes and, and a bad guy most times. Mm-hmm in the dating in the dating field women respond positively to the bad guy it's fucked up it really but is but i feel like the the bad guy is, is more honest though no the bad guy is the one that lies to you the good guy is the one that tells you the truth and you write him off like what fedora was saying did she say that she said a lot of men are telling her that she that they don't want relationships after. Oh, and she's done with it. And she's done with it. Right, right, right. But a good guy is going to tell you the truth in the moment. A and bad, be like, well, and the bad boy is going to tell you what you want to hear to get in them draws. Okay, that's right? fair. Next dude, um, he gave me multiple answers. God damn, hold on. He Skip. Says, I'm, I'm 32, live in Brooklyn, and I've been single. Why does everyone live in Brooklyn? Been single and kind of so dating. annoying. Single and kind of dating for the past two years. I, I bet you that's my engineer. I haven't found the one yet because I don't know what I want from a partner yet. And that that's is honest. fucking big. That's Clap it honest. up for that man. That's all we want. 
Now it's big that a man is open and willing to say that he does not know what he wants yet. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of dudes, like I said, the not so savory dudes are gonna paint you a picture of what they want. I mean, that's my answer too. When I'm talking, like when I'm doing the app thing or whatever. When guys ask me what I want, that's my answer. It's like I'm not quite sure. I'm still figuring and out. And that's fine. You know what? <laughs> we'll get it. Let me finish this and we'll dive into that. Oh Lord. Next Just person. need another episode. Next person is 37 from Brooklyn. Oh, see? A single maybe five years. but got to move to Brooklyn. But not looking, honestly. And this person actually DM'd me directly, so I'm going to dive into him. To his, whoa, pause. <laughs> that, now that deserves whoa. a pause. <laughs> whoa there. <laughs> God damn. Yikes. All right, so <laughs> he dived in. He was like, (laughs) (laughs) that was worse. I'm not looking. I'm not dating. I'm just trying to slap some A1 cheeks. Okay. uh, But he's honest. He is. Slap the cheeks. Slap the, you know that. that, uh, Uh, Yes. Don't do it. He's going to do it. Yep. He did it anyway. (laughs) He did it anyway. Slap them A1 cheeks. And you know what? I respect that as well because he's being honest. He's being honest. From what I know of this gentleman. He is going to not sell you a dream. He's going to tell you what it is that he's expecting or wants from you. And then at that point, he gives you the opportunity to make a decision. So in that in that I respect, that, I feel like he's a good guy. Yeah, because I love that. Tell me what's up. Because he's not about to waste your time. Tell me what's up. And we can get it over with. He might be a type, too. He might. <laughs> come on. And he'll come uptown. DM me. Hello. Hello. I'm not going to say your name on a podcast, but. But a rat. She curvy, dog. She curvy. Oh, cut it out. Um, <laughs> next person says, 36, Brooklyn, been a, been single. Oh, this Brooklyn shit. How many years do you think this person been single? I'm going to say eight. Is that your final answer? Yes. 11. Wow, he wins the lonely prize. What's going on with he him? He says, I wouldn't say that dating is trash, just extremely complicated to me. How plus, old is he? Plus work keeps me from it. He's 36. Wow. Now, I know this gentleman. He works a lot. He He's in the same field that I'm in. And he ultimately is freelancing with a pay, with a steady paycheck, if that makes any sense. Okay. It, it doesn't, but it does. He always has work. No, he works for a company as oh, a photographer, but in times he's sent to write. Okay. Right? So it's, it's strange. Um, I asked another set of questions, but it wasn't just for men. It was just as men and women. And I asked, are you out here just getting your rocks off and living your best life? 57% of men said no. 43% said yes. So it's pretty half and half. Now, one of the, one of the most outlandish men that I know said no. Interesting. Right. Niggas is just cooling off. Meanwhile, one of the most religious, one of the most religious and well-rounded people I know said yes. It'd be like that, though. Right. It's always the one. Homeboy that said he was 36. And he 11, said he's getting his rocks he's off? Just getting his rocks off. But that's off. how he's been single. He hasn't been single and not active. The question wasn't if you wasn't active. Right. 
But now here's how shit gets difficult, right? Oh my god, I hate these questions. <laughs> I had a dude slide into my DM. This is a, a you child- had a dude slide into your DM and say what about these questions? This is a childhood friend of mine. Age, I am of the universe, so I'm billions of years. No, old. don't do this. <laughs> He's fired. <laughs> <laughs> Location: New York City, presently. Oh Jesus. Status. Single since 2014, 2015, can't remember. Mm-hmm. Dating isn't real. You'll find out you'll find that you'll find out you'll you'll find out that once you enter a relationship with the person you've once dated, haven't found the one because maybe I need to. Oh, so he wants to do a polyamorous situation? Like two at the same time? This nigga's big love. Oh, I see. Yeah, I feel like dude, the polyamory thing is a lot. Right. It's it's loaded. It's not like a fun, sexy thing where you're having threesomes every day. Right. You got two women You have two wives. Yes. So you can't, you can't get over on one person and get away with it. Like you have some... Exactly. Right. Right. Looking at you sideways. Well, wait, it, get, it gets better. Well, oh wait. my God, he said more. Well, wait, there's more. Jesus. <laughs> I'm Fix trying to wrap it. this up, y'all. But it's it. heavy, man. I asked a lot of questions today. You did. Oh, um, I asked the women Are you just dating for sport? Living your best life regardless of what society's standards may be? How many? 92% said no. 8% said yes. Interesting. First and foremost, I'd like to point out the fact that I've had 30, what, 30 women respond to these polls, whereas the maximum amount of men that responded to a poll like twelve, was all of 13. Right. So women run, ran laps around you niggas. I, I, need y'all to, I need y'all to actively be engaged. I think that you should have an event reasonable, and uh, ask these questions. I cannot confirm or deny. Very good. That's that this, all I needed to hear. That the smoke is coming. Yes. But four women said no. That they're not living their best life? Four women said. Oh, they're not oh, getting wait. their rocks off. I'm sorry. That was another question. Oh, oh, oh. Too many questions, questions, Joe. You got to keep up. So signing up for Man Crush Mondays. <laughs> the longest fucking episode in oh history. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it full circle, Joe. There we go. That felt good. This is African Ass Joe. And Kelly Augustine. This is Regular Pete signing off. Thank you for listening, guys. This is Man Crush Monday signing out. We are out.